Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. Just a few short verses. And this is a text that I preached on just a few weeks ago, so we won't uh, dwell on it too much more tonight, but this is just the text that we have come through as we're going to, so I didn't want to skip over it. I felt like it'd be good for us just to uh, skim over it again, even though it may be fresh on our memory. We'll read the text and then we will uh, pray and dig in. Then Jesus went to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them because they were weary and worn out, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Let's pray. God, we thank you for these few verses, and I pray that in these minutes, dear Lord, that you would clear our minds, that you would clear our hearts, God. I pray that you would uh, be with each one in this place tonight, God. I pray for those who may be here that are weary and worn out in your house, dear Lord, that you would restore our souls, God, that we would come to you as those in the text that we see do, that we would receive that compassion, that we would receive that love, God, that you would continue to allow us to have that beautiful, loving spirit that we have. God, I pray that you never allow the devil to uh, mess with our minds, dear Lord, to cause us to feud and fight or bicker or be angry with one another, but God, that you keep our relationships strong in this church. And so, God, I pray that you would just hide me behind the cross tonight. I pray that you would be glorified, and I pray that we would learn from your example, that we would be obedient to be those that you send out into the harvest to do your work, that we would do just that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So Jesus had done a lot of stuff that we had seen in chapter 9 up to this point. We had seen a lot of uh, instances where he had healed people and it was because of their faith. There were people from all over who were coming to Jesus and who were being healed because they had faith. Some that couldn't even hear, couldn't even ask Jesus. Groups brought them to him. Some that weren't able physically to go to their self. Some groups brought them to him. Uh, one that just wanted to touch Jesus. Uh, blind men that come to him. I mean, we see all throughout the text just various examples of those who were seeking out the Lord. And I can't even begin to imagine how many people that there were in Jesus' short ministry who would seek him out. We just scratched the surface with the few that we see here. But it kind of gave us a few examples of some specific things that Jesus did. And then it went on to say that then Jesus went to all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and every sickness. It is... In that small area that Jesus ministered in, it's hard to believe the ground that he was able to cover in that short, short amount of time. And we see a few specifics here, but Jesus' ministry didn't stop with just these few healings. It said he continued to go to all the towns in that area there, and he continued to heal everyone who was diseased and sick and come to him. I would imagine that Jesus was probably worn out. I would imagine that this probably didn't stop. Night and day, there were probably people who were continually 
coming to Jesus, and Jesus was continually being there for them to meet their needs, to have compassion on them. As the next verse says, when he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them because they were weary and worn out like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. I think what Jesus uh, did in his ministry, what we see in these verses that we look at tonight and what we've seen in the verses that we've looked at previously, is Jesus was kind of getting us prepared as Christians as kind of to what our uh, mission would look like as we go out and serve the Lord. And that is, as we go out and serve the Lord, we are going to experience people who are in search of a Savior. People who are in search of hope. People who are weary and people who are worn. And they are going to come to us who claim to be Christians as representatives of Christ who are the light of the world. They are going to come to us and it's up to us to be there for them and to have compassion on them. Now, some of you in this room tonight may be weary and worn out. You may just be tired, maybe physically. Maybe you are just worn down. Maybe spiritually you're struggling with some stuff. you got some stuff going on in your life, and you are worn down. We need not forget that we need to go no further than Jesus Christ. And sometimes the devil, he, he piles stuff on us and he convinces us to, to carry that burden on our own. But right here we are reminded so often in the text as we are here that Jesus is there to carry our burdens. He is there to carry us when we are worn out, when we can't take it anymore, when we are weary, when we come to Him. He will give us compassion. He will take care of us. He will watch over us. And here we see Jesus going all over the place, doing what God called Him to do. We see Jesus having compassion on those who come to us. And then right after we see Jesus doing these things, he says, look, the harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. In the next chapter, we see Jesus send out the twelve. We see Him send them out into that harvest. We see Him send them out to do their work. And that is also what God has called us to do. For those who are in Christ, He has called us to go out into the harvest. And praise the Lord, based on this verse, we just started a new ministry called Into the Harvest. Where we go out into His harvest, we started that a couple weeks ago. Praise the Lord, we saw, we've seen some fruits from that already, I think. And that's what God calls us to do. And we need to be aware of our task before we go out into the harvest. Sometimes it is great. Sometimes you receive uh, people, you go to their house and they receive you, and they are happy to see you, but not always. Sometimes it's kind of tough to love people. Sometimes people act unlovable. Sometimes people are not very nice to you. Sometimes they're not very friendly to you. Sometimes you come across people that are in tough circumstances. And that's one thing we have to remember, Christian, is we don't know people's circumstances. We don't know what's going on in somebody's life that's causing them to act a certain way or to do a certain thing. We don't have a clue what's on them, but we need to show them the love of Christ. We need to have compassion on them because they may be on a journey that they are just weary and worn out and struggling mentally or physically or whatever it may be. But Jesus didn't say, look, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Jesus had compassion on those people. And so as we go out into the harvest, whether it's meeting up here on a Saturday to go or whether it's just in our daily lives, we are always in the harvest. We are always in this world of people who need hope. And you'd be surprised, church, 
at the little things that you can do for somebody that make the biggest difference. It never ceases to amaze me the little things that people remember are the little things that they tell me, somebody did this for me. And it's stuff that seems so trivial. It's stuff that as Christians so oftentimes we overlook. But as Christians, when we go out into the harvest, it doesn't always have to be this, I'll use big deal for lack of a, a better term, big deal where we go out into a group and hand out Bibles and Bible tracts. Praise the Lord that we do that. That's a good thing. But it could be something just as simple as going to somebody you know and giving them a visit. You know, that makes a big difference in people's lives. I don't know if you guys realize that or not. Because praise the Lord, most of us are able to get around and to go and to be able to get out and go to the store and see family. But you know, there's some of our very own church members that aren't able to get out physically, out and about. There's plenty of people that don't go to our church. And you'd be surprised what a little visit will do for somebody. There are tons of little things like that that God puts in our path, opportunities that sometimes we overlook or we miss where we could do God's work, where we could love on people that can make all the difference in the world. And not just in Christians' life, but even the non-Christians. There may be people that we very well know that don't want anything to do with the Lord, but that don't mean we're not supposed to have compassion on them. We're not supposed to love them a little bit. So my challenge to you guys is, is to pray the Lord that He might would reveal to you some little things. If you're, if you're just looking for something to do and you're looking for somewhere to serve, then ask God. I guarantee you He'll put opportunity. <laughs> Maybe you guys are, feel like you're right where God puts you and you're serving in just the right ways that He puts you to. Praise the Lord. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty like you're not doing enough. Maybe you're doing exactly what God called you to do. And that's great. But there may be some of you who are searching or saying, you know what? I want to be more involved. I want to be more hands-on. I want something to do. You pray to the Lord to open those doors, and I guarantee you He will. It may take a day or two. It may be instantaneous. But God will put those opportunities in your path. And we as Christians need to be ready to go into the harvest, whether it's on a grand scale on a Saturday or whether it's just doing something simple for those who are in need. We are filled with a world full of people who need compassion, both lost and saved. And so let us take that compassion that Jesus did and be ready to go out into that world and be those workers, because there's not very many of them. So God needs every one of us that's willing to go out and do what He called us to do. Let's pray. God, I come to you tonight and I thank you for the privilege that you give us to uh, be called to love on people. And God, I pray that you would give us compassion. God, I'm a hypocrite because so many times I am so quick to be judgmental. So I pray that you would forgive my hypocrisy and my being quick to judge and slow to have compassion. But God, I pray that you would fill me, that you would fill each one in this room with compassion. That you would help us have a deep desire to love people. To genuinely care about the needs of other people, to be about the work and the opportunities that you put in our path. God, I pray that you would help us to be involved in all the big things that you put in our path. And God, I pray that you would help us to not miss the little things. Dear Lord, we label these things as big and little, but every opportunity you give us to serve, God, is a big opportunity. And so I pray that we would take advantage of each one. I pray that God, that you would humble us, that you would help us not to be proud and pat ourselves on the back for doing a good job and going out, but God, that we would remember that we do this for you. God, we do good work so that you would receive glory. So I pray, God, that you would help us to be 
about good works, God. That you would help us to be loving and kind and gentle and compassionate to everyone we come in contact with. And we thank you for calling us to go into the harvest. I pray that you would prepare the path before us, wherever it may be that you place us, whatever path you send us on, that you are there, that your Holy Spirit is planting seed, God, that we can see uh, people come to know you and we can see a harvest of Christians produced through your word and through what Jesus Christ did on the cross. And I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.